as we begin this, uh, this morning, this is what the Lord says to his anointed, to Cyrus, whose right hand I take hold of to subdue nations before him and strip kings of their armor, to open doors before him so that gates will not be shut. I will give, or oh, I will go before you, and I will level the mountains. And I will break down the gates of bronze and cut through the bars of iron. And I will give you hidden treasures, riches stored in secret places, so that you may know that I am the Lord. If there's one thing that the Lord likes to do for you and for me, it's to fight for you. He will fight for you. Not just today. Not just tomorrow. He will fight you at all. He will fight for you every single day of your life. We have been talking about strongholds. And too bad I, I have a nice uh, PowerPoint here. But I didn't hand it in soon enough. But uh, I got some nice pictures here that I can see. You cannot see. But that's okay. We're going to fix the computer problems and all kinds of things. All of the, the issues in the back there will, will be solved one day. And I will be just clicking here. That will work from here, not through there and making signs. Please turn on you know, all those things. We will get rid of that and we will go into the 21st century. Praise the Lord. Anyway, how to break strongholds? How in the world are you going to do this? If you are fighting, if you see your body and your, and your, and your spirit being, being pressed on and you are not able to move. Let me read you a story this morning. How somebody that nothing bad is spoken of in the Bible did it. His name is Daniel. There are a couple, couple guys, I think only three people that nothing bad is spoken of in the Bible. One is Daniel, the other one is Joseph, and of course, Jesus. All the others had some flaws in their lives. Somehow these guys, uh, the, the Bible didn't go on the length to try to find out some, uh, some flaw, some, some type of mistake that some of these men did. So first of all, let me, let me read the text and then we're going to go back to this. In the third year of Cyrus, this is Daniel chapter 10. Daniel chapter 10. In the third year of Cyrus, king of Persia, a word was revealed to Daniel, who was named Belshazzar. And the word was true, and it was a great conflict. And he understood the word, and had understood the vision. The text goes on, In those days I, Daniel, was mourning for three, for three weeks, I ate no delicacies, no meat or wine entered my mouth, nor did I anoint myself at all for the full three weeks. And on the 24th day of the first month, I, as I was standing on the bank of the great river, that is the Tigris, I lifted up my eyes and looked, and behold, a man clothed with linen, with a belt of fine gold from Upaz around his waist. His body was like beryl, his face like the appearance of lightning, his eyes like flaming torches, his arms and legs like a gleam of burnishing, burnish, burnishing bronze, bronze. And the sound of his words like the sound of a multitude. 
If you want to compare this text, you can compare uh, Revelation chapter 1 verses 12, 13, 14. You will have a sign, the same description, around, around the same description. And I, Daniel, alone, verse 7, I saw the vision for the men who were with me did not see the vision. But a great trembling fell upon them, and, I, and they fled to hide themselves. So I left alone and saw this great vision, and no strength was left in me. My radiant appearance was fearfully changed. And I retained no strength. Then I heard the sound of his words. And as I heard the sound of his words, I fell on my face in deep sleep with my face to the ground. And behold, a hand touched me and set me trembling on my hands and knees. And he said to me, O Daniel, man greatly loved, understand the words that I speak to you, and stand upright, for now I have been sent to you. And when he had spoken this word to me, I stood up trembling. And then he said to me, Fear not, Daniel, for from the first day that you set your heart to understand and humble yourself before God, your words have been heard, and I had come, and I have come because of your words. But the prince of Persia, king, the prince of the Persian kingdom, resisted me for 21 days. And then Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me because I was detained there with the king of Persia. And came to make you understand what is to happen to your people in the latter days, for the vision is for days yet to come. Now going back here, first thing first. Imagine Daniel going into a time of prayer, we could say with intensity. Not just the regular prayer that you do on a table with your family thanking for the food. You do that, keep on doing that by the way. Don't stop doing it. Remember you, you thank the Lord for the food that you eat. Well, we are talking about a time of prayer here that is a little bit more intense. This goes a little deeper. This goes beyond that you could ever possibly imagine. So, the first thing you need to notice is that there is a reality in the air. Above your head, there is somebody wants your head, who wants your head. Let's make it two. One is God. The other is the devil, plain and simple. The devil wants your head, God wants your heart, and your head, and everything else you have. And then there is a fight. You remember, there's a story of uh, this missionary, I probably told that here, yeah? This missionary out there, and in, in, uh, I don't know where it was. But he came, and we were starting to talk with the First Nations people, and there was the chief. And the chief came to him, you know, and he said, missionary, you know, I got the big problem. Well, what's the problem? I got two dogs in my heart, in my life. A black one and a white one. And they always fight. Really? Yep. And then the missionary goes on and asks the question, well, okay, well, but who wins the fight? Well, that depends, he says. It depends on what? Well, it depends on whom I give more food. So we sometimes don't even realize that we are feeding the black dog in us. 
Nothing against if you have a black dog, by the way. If you have a black dog at home, that's fine. It's a figure of speech here. I read even this morning. You know, a Christian life is not a playground. It's a battleground. A Christian life is not a nice walk in the park. As you might imagine, as you might think, as you might desire or wish for. Because it's not a walk in the park. Once you enter Christianity, you enter to or into a fight. We talked about it even last Sunday. But here's what happened. How in the world do you first of all get the knowledge of the fight that you're in? How do you get the perception of the fight in your life? Well, that's what we call Daniel this morning. He will show you how he did it. And how he got pale and scared. And his friends all ran away. But he stuck firm there. It says in the third year of Cyrus. This is in verse 1. Chapter 10. The king of Persia. A word was revealed to Daniel. That's the first thing. You would, you would wish. You all should be wishing that a word would be revealed to you. A, a word from God. Wouldn't it be nice if all of a sudden you would have a word revealed from God to you? Just think about it. You all of a sudden, you all of a sudden you get a secret from God that you are supposed to share. Something that eventually not many people know, but somehow you were selected to become an instrument or even a, a, a news reporter to pass on the news that you had received. So, Daniel got this word, and it was revealed to Daniel, whose name was Belshazzar. And first of all, the word, it was a true word. Not a fake word, not a false news word, a true word. The word was true. And it was a great conflict. Keep that in the back of your mind. And then it says, and he understood the word. First, the word was revealed to him. And the word was true. And it was a great conflict. And he understood the word. And he had understanding of the vision. This is all good. This is fantastic, right here. Question is, how did it come about? Or how, did Dan how Daniel was able to get revelation of the word? How did he come to the point that he grabbed something from God that was revealed to him? Because he was there, kind of ready. How did he get to have a vision and not just have a vision? How then in the world did he, have, did he get to understand the vision? Have you ever had a vision? A dream? Maybe you only considered it as a dream and yeah, it's just a dream and you forgot about it. Well, in the last days there will be dreams and visions being 
distributed among the children of God. If you are a child of God, you are probably one of those candidates to receive a dream, a vision, a revelation. And this is not regular. This is extraterrestrial, you could say. Because this comes from outside the world. This comes from God. And then, think about having the uh, capability to not just understand the vision, but also to get the revelation as to what it means. Well, how did Daniel do it? Hmm. Pay, pay attention to this. It reads in verse 2. In those days, I, Daniel, I was mourning for three weeks. I ate no delicacies, no meat or wine entered my mouth, nor did I anoint myself at all for the full three weeks. See, this happens to people that are in a position like this. The revelation, the word, the vision, the understanding of the word, the understanding of the vision. All these things happen to people like this. If they set themselves up to wanting to have one, or wanting to be obedient to the Lord, and humble themselves. So he was mourning for three weeks. He said, I ate no delicacies, I ate no, had, had no meat or wine entered on my mouth, nor did I anoint myself. And it was on the 24th day of the first month, as I was standing on the bank of the great river, the Tigris. I lifted up my eyes and I looked and behold a man clothed in lining with a belt of fine gold from Uphaz, Uphaz, around his waist. His body was like beryl, his face like the appearance of lightning, his eyes like flaming torches, his arms and legs like gleam and burnishing bronze. And the sound of his words like the sound of a multitude. Who could this possibly be? Looks pretty much like Jesus, doesn't it? He got this revelation. And I, Daniel, alone saw the vision. For the man who were with me did not see the vision, but I agree, a great trembling fell upon them, and they fled, and they hid themselves. So I left, so I was left alone, and I saw this great vision, and no strength was left in me. My radiant appearance was fearfully changed, and I retained no strength, and then I heard the sound of his words... See, this is the other thing. He heard the sound of his words. And as I heard the sound of his words, I fell to my face in deep sleep. With my face to the ground. The Lord was setting him up for something incredible. And if you think that things come to you from above in your regular uh, life, if you are not praying, if you are not searching God, if you are not reading scripture, if you are not on your knees praying, if you are not fasting, if you are not... See, this man, he was serious with a relationship with God. See, we can live our lives pretty much easy going. Nothing more, nothing less, just water with sugar. 
It's the regular thing. No more, no less, just the basics. You can go by. But believe me, nothing extraordinary will happen. But for Daniel, it was different. Some verse eight, I was left alone, and I saw this great vision, and no strength was left in me, and my radiant appearance was fearfully changed. Verse 10, and behold, a hand touched me and set me trembling on my hand and knees. And he said to me, O Daniel, man, greatly loved, understand the words that I speak to you. And stand upright, for now I have been sent to you. And when he had spoken this word to me, I stood up, trembling. And then he said to me, verse 12, Fear not, Daniel, for from the first day you set yourself, you set your heart to understand and humble yourself before your God. Your words have been heard. There is something that you need to set ourselves up for something closer, deeper with God. Because it is not a natural thing. And you will see it here in verse 13. It is not natural. Here is where you see that there is a fight taking place. Fear not, Daniel. From the first day that you set your heart to understand and humble yourself before your God, your words have been heard, the angel says. And I have come because of your words. See, here was this man praying for at least 21 days, it will see right now. He was praying, he was praying, he was insisting, he hadn't been eating, he was just just pushing through, pushing through, pushing through, getting all the exhaustions of his life. All the, the energy were gone. Everything was gone. There was just, the, you know, even his friends left running away. But the angel comes, fear not, Daniel. Because your words have been heard. And I have come because of your words. See, the greatest opposition comes when we are on our knees. There's a price that we need to pay to achieve a victory. The thing is, do we want to pick up this fight? Do we want to go into this level of fight? Daniel went with all in. Because the angel says, you know, we got a situation. The prince of the Persian's kingdom, he resisted me 21 days. But then Michael, one of the chief princes, you know, you know Michael. Michael has been in the Bible for all over the place. And he is the strong, one of the strong archangels of God. He's the fighting angel. You're going to have the opportunity one day to meet him personally. Oh, big glory, I tell you. You're going to see angel or archangel Michael. There was another angel sent by God. This is what happened. An, an angel was sent by God to give answer 
to Daniel. And he was not able to go through. For 21 days, this angel was fighting the king of Persia, the prince of Persia. And this, you know, take it as a, one of the bigger demons. Trying to go through and answer and give the answer to Daniel what he was praying for. Insisting and praying and praying and praying. Pale, tired. And nothing was coming through. Nothing was coming through. So what happened? Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me. Because I was detained there with the king of Persia. An angel from God was detained. He couldn't get or reach through to Daniel. Daniel had prayed. God had answered. He sent the angel down with the answer. The answer was coming to a certain point and it got stuck there. The prince of Persia resisted me for 21 days. I just couldn't get go through, Daniel. I'm really sorry. I know you were waiting for 21 days. Just couldn't get through. And then Michael, one of the chief princes, came and helped me because I was detained there. And he came to make you understand what is to happen to your people in the latter days. For the vision is for days yet to come. So we have a fight taking place of somebody or with somebody that is willing to pick up a fight. The deeper we go with the Lord, the deeper the fight will be. And sometimes, yes, you will actually come into a state of exhaustion. But we don't go that far. We try once, maybe twice, maybe go for a week, and we pray, a little prayer. And then, well, no answer, move on. In the battle, you didn't even sense it, because you gave up on the prayer. There were answers being sent, somebody held it up. Has it come to you that eventually you have been praying and praying for certain things in your life that you wanted to have a breakthrough and you were not able to, and you end up giving up on it? Well, Daniel decided, you know what? I will not eat. I will not drink. I will have no wine. I will have. I will not. I want to stay in this state, and we're going to fight this thing until we actually get something. And since the insistence of Daniel was so great, and then now the Lord saw the prayer of Daniel. So what is going on? Why? Why is it not happening? Why I don't understand all this? The angel or the demons were holding up the answer until a bigger angel came to break it all apart and bring the message through Daniel. But believe me, it was a fight. It was a great fight. Now bringing it to our reality a little bit here. 
We read in First uh, Peter chapter 5. Be sober-minded. Be watchful. Sober-minded, in my understanding, and I'm not a good in English, but sober-minded means actually you understand the situation. You know what is going on. You know that somebody or something is holding it back for you to get the answer. Somebody is, does not want you to overcome or to become an overcomer. Somebody wants to hold you back and keep you in the level that you're in. So we need to grasp this reality. For Daniel to experience a breakthrough, yeah, he had to pick up the fight. And pray and insist. And he was praying and praying and praying. And only after 21 days praying. I probably, I'm not sure if he prayed all day long. or, But for 21 days he didn't eat. Or didn't, you know, had just this. I need to know what this is. I need to grasp. I need to understand. The devil didn't let him. Until. The fight came to a level where a higher force had to be called in. And then a breakthrough came. Then all of a sudden, the answer came. In fact, the angel said, hey, Daniel, fear not, get up. And he was strengthened. He was able to stand again. So for us here, be sober-minded and be watchful. This is verse 8, First Peter chapter 5, verses 8 and following. Your adversary, the devil, have you heard of him? He is around. He prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. I'm going to use some of this here. You know, I already probably gave this example. I'm going to do it again here. Can you hear? Uh, can you hear the noise? Did you hear the noise? Did you hear the noise? Good. All right. I'm going to open up again. If I can. And Jesus comes. Can you hear the noise? No noise. The devil, he prowls around like a roaring lion. He tells you that you are a loser. He tells you that you can't do this. Like a roaring lion. Not really being a lion. Because we know who the lion is. Who is the lion? Jesus is the lion. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah. This lion here, 
pure noise. But if we fall into this, if we start believing that he is the roaring lion and the one that can hold us things back, and then we give up, we end up with no answer to our prayers. So your adversary, and guess what? He is our adversary. By the way, he's not Jesus' adversary. He can have, a, there's no competition between Jesus and the devil. Remember, Jesus is creator. The devil is creation. See the difference right there? The devil, he's just a creature with a little bit more power than you have. And he is longer around, so he knows the tricks. And he knows the weaknesses of you. And he is able to stop a prayer that you have been praying for. And if we stop with the noise we hear, we don't get an answer. But Daniel, to break the stronghold, he did not stop. He got pale, he got white, he got scared, he had no strength left. But he got an answer. And, they, and heavens knew, heavens knew that the answer would come. And heavens knew, okay, this guy, he's not giving up on us. This guy, he's going to continue on praying. So, uh, Michael, get down right now. Because this thing, we have to break him. We have to bring this, our good friend, Daniel, beloved Daniel, as God calls him. Going to bring him an answer. The first attempt... The angel tried, didn't go. Archangel Michael came down. So, want to break a stronghold in your life? Want to break something you want to go through and there's something holding you back? And you need an answer? You need something moving in your life? If you have to call Mike, uh, Michael, just call him. Not you, Mike. Don't call him. You can call him, too. I mean, he might help you, too, a little bit. But this is an archangel Michael we're talking about. Resist him, the Bible says. Firm in your faith, knowing that the same kinds of suffering are being experienced by your brotherhood throughout the world. So sometimes you think you're just you are fighting, just you are in trouble, just, just you have a, a situation to resolve. No, 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 no. Everybody has some type of fight going on in their lives, in their families. Anybody or everybody. And after you have suffered a little while, I would say like Daniel, you know, he had to suffer. He suffered. He was, it was so hard for him. He was, he, had lost, he was completely, no more strength left in his body after this battle was over. But he did not give up. And after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. Can I hear an amen? 
To him be the dominion forever and ever. We also read in uh, verse 14, Having canceled the charge of your legal indebtedness, which stood against us and condemned us, he has taken it away, nailing it on the cross. And having disarmed the powers and authorities, and he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. This is from Romans chapter 8, verses 38 and 39. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons... Neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. This is the reality. The devil just knows. But his noise can be big, and it can be deceiving if you fall for him. So my prayer this morning is don't give up in the battle. If you take it seriously the way, the way Daniel did it, you can break through. You can break the chains. You can get the answers. You can move from this level to the next level. And you'll walk with God. And it is meant to be. It is not for us to live in the same medium or mediocrity or mediocre Christianity. The Lord is expecting more. He has given us more. And yes, the bigger the fight, the deeper we have to go on our knees, but the bigger is the victory, and the bigger will be the achievements. Can I hear this big amen? amen. Let's stand and let's pray. Dear Lord Jesus, we want to thank you this morning that you have told us that there is an answer coming if we pray, if we insist. You have given us the example of Daniel. And you have told us and promised us so many, many times in so, different, so many different places. That if we trust you, you will come through. And we will be able to break Whatever chain is holding us. In the same way that the enemy held the devil, the demons didn't want to, for Daniel to know what the vision meant. The same way the devil, the demons don't want us to know what is coming. And don't want us to experience the answers of prayers. So, Lord Jesus, you have seen us, 
You have seen us try. You have seen us pray. And I do believe, Lord Jesus, all of us here have already experienced some level of victory. But there is more to come. And when you tell us just the way you told Daniel, fear not. The answer will break through. You will hear from me. Oh, Lord Jesus, look at our hearts. If you have stopped with the battle, if you have stopped praying, if you have stopped insisting on the things that need to change, if you have tried to move beyond or by doing it by our own strength or means, and we haven't gone really far, you are telling us today that we can break through we can break the strongholds. We can move towards a new level. All of us. Your church who has the power of the Holy Spirit available to everyone. We surrender this morning. We humble ourselves. We go into prayer. We go into fasting. We go into searching for you. We go into trying to discover more things about you. And I know, Lord, you are going to reveal it to us. Help us to be aware that the battle is real, that the victory is possible. And if we try hard or harder, and if we don't give up, we will experience it. May your name, Lord Jesus, be glorified this morning. I want you to think, as the group does have a song here, Right where you are, you can stand, you can sit down if you want. Spend a time at least realizing that there is a battle. Be aware each time you pray that there is a battle. But be also aware that the devil is noise and God is real. And in the end, we break through and we win.